Hello everybody, it's Jenny. I'm a wife, a cyclist, a world traveler, a golden doodle mom, an athlete who's visually impaired, but most importantly, I'm the pro to help you find your inner badass. So let's get started. But today, welcome. We are going to talk about creating healthy routines. I know you're blinking your eyes and rolling whatever because you're like, oh, she's talking about routines. That shit's dumb. But you know what? We as humans don't have healthy, creative, and meaningful routines. And some people be like, oh, well, I get up and I have a routine. I get up, I go do my hygiene, I eat some breakfast, I go to work, I come home, I cook dinner, and I go to bed. It's my routine. But do you like your routine? Is this something that you really want to do every day? Do you want to spice it up a little bit? Oh, Tessa's on the move. <laughs> she sees that I have dog bones over here, so she's going to bombard me at one point. But we need to create healthy routines. So... I created a list, the top 10 things that work really well for me and that have worked really well for my clients. And these are things that we co-created together. Um, I, One of my coaches who is fantastic, uh, Brendan Burchard, he, this is something that he has taught us through and through is how to create a routine, how to kind of get your brain moving, get everything up and like alive as soon as you start the day. So... All right, let's get started. Creating healthy routines, the top 10 things that I have for you. Number one, create a morning routine. What does that mean? All right, a morning routine is getting out of bed. You could stretch right away. Get that blood moving, stretch your arms and legs. Make your bed, dear Lord, make your bed. Because when you go to bed at night, you're gonna be like, oh, look at this bed, it's super nice and made. Like it makes you feel better when you go to bed. Spend 35 seconds, pull up the sheets, fluff some pillows, move your Olaf stuffed animal. Oh, maybe that's me. <laughs> Put them there and make your bed. What does a morning routine mean for you? So many people want to create these elaborate morning routines. They're simple, quick things. We should be moving through these routines quickly. So that morning routine, get up, stretch, move those bones, stretch those muscles, make your bed, have your outfit picked out from the night before so you know what to wear so you don't have that stress and anxiety about picking something out and be like, oh, I look fat and it's, oh, it's terrible, I hate it. We all do it, so I get it. Have everything ready. So when you do your hygiene and you get dressed, you're done, you're ready. Have your breakfast ready. Yes, eat breakfast. I'm terrible with eating breakfast, but since COVID, it's been amazing that I actually have time for eating breakfast. Um, breakfast could be something so simple as a granola bar or a yogurt with some oats on it or fruit, whatever. Have breakfast ready. And if you have breakfast on the go, Pack your stuff in containers because when you have a stressful morning, it, it dictates your whole day. Number two, time blocks. What does that mean? 
So our brain only works for a certain period of time before it starts checking out like an ADHD swan. Because that's me. I'm an ADHD spawn. I can focus for a certain period of time. And my period of time is about 45 to 50 minutes. And after 50 minutes, I'm like, <laughs> looking over there, looking up things on TikTok, looking at videos or doing something else. Because if you create 50 minute time blocks and say, I'm going to focus on X for 50 minutes then that's the time that you are focused. You're not wandering off that wandering swan. You're not that wandering swan on anything that you are focused for 50 minutes. Number three, eat for wellness. Now, as an athlete, I use food as fuel, but most normal people eat for hunger, eat for fun, but we want to eat for wellness. And what I mean is you want to eat things that make your body thrive. You want to eat things that are good for your brain, good for your body. Granted, we all eat shitty things. I just had a Reese's peanut butter cup. I'm not going to lie because that's fun. I wanted it. <laughs> so I ate it. But we will still want to have a nice balanced diet. This morning, I still had my oats. It was my yogurt, my quarter cup of oats, some blueberries, and some grapefruits that I had in there. And that was part of my wellness for breakfast. Eat positive foods. We know that we eat shitty foods, like stuff in a box. And I have shit in the box that I feed my husband, like noodles, rice-a-roni, and mac and cheese, and all this other crap in a box, because it's easy, and it's convenient, and no one has time to make homemade mac and cheese. And if you do, like, you're amazing. Like, treat, teach me your secrets. So eat healthy things. Granted, we all need those moments when those Reese's peanut butter cups come into play. Thumbs up. <laughs> so number four, spend time with friends and family. This is such a huge thing. And I think many people definitely learned this during the pandemic because when we had time away from friends and family, you either learned they were positive or learned that they were negative. And I definitely had a little bit of both. And I've gained so many um, beautiful friendships during COVID. Friendships from overseas. And I have all these new friends that live in Australia, which is amazing. Like I never would have met these amazing women if I never was quarantined. And we here in Pennsylvania were quarantined for a good three and a half, four months. Um, it also taught us how to have relationships with people in our household. Um, I am super blessed to have an amazing relationship with my husband and we have a very um, yin and yang. Like I'm very emotional on my, my emotions on my sleeve and I'm very compassionate and an empath and George is very analytical, you know, and we have our puppy who's over there snoring wicked loud. So I apologize. But I remember when at the very beginning, when we had our puppy and we were potty training her, he had an egg timer and told her that she cannot pee for seven minutes. This is shit you deal with, with being in a relationship. But fortunately for the dog, she went up, 
bit the aid timer, broke it, and then peed on the ground, which was hilarious because she takes after her mom, <laughs> which that's something I would do. But, um, but spending time with family and friends is super important is making sure that you spend time with people that really support you, support you on your vision, support you on your goals. Even when you're having those shitty days that people really still support. Um, I know some of my moments when I had my surgeries, my shoulder surgeries, my foot surgeries, that these were moments when I am down and out and I can't even fend for myself. And my latest shoulder surgery was super gnarly. Um, I've been in pain for 22 years and I went to a specialist and he was like, honey, the muscle in your rotator ripped off the bone and rolled up about an inch and a half and it's been dead for two years. Okay, that's very traumatizing to hear. Um, explains why I have um, a lot of pain. Um, and he's like, I don't know if I can fix this. So we might have to talk like prosthetics, like not prosthetics, but um, you know, bars and things. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like way too much. But I finally had surgery and my husband had to do my hair. Okay, I'm very specific with Mufasa here. And George would be like, put a pony up and I look like Gidget or rainbow bright with things sticking out the side and I'm crying and stuff like that. But just having people that really support you was awesome. You know, I know that he was trying his best and I truly wore hats for like months because <laughs> that was the easiest thing for him to put on me because I couldn't lift out my shoulder. You can't do your hair with one, one hand. But, um, <laughs> But that support that you need is really important. Yes, you're going to have family mem members that are your naysayers that, oh, you're just milking it or, oh, you're so dramatic. We have these people and that's okay. Those don't always have to be the family members that you need to interact with them all the time, even though they may be spouses or parents or what have you. They're going to have their moments. Granted that we have to like them because they're our family, but it doesn't mean that we have to interact with them all the time. So spend time with friends and family. It's super important, you know, maintaining those relationships. Number five out of 10, exercise and movement. So, so important about creating healthy routines. You need to move, no matter if it is from your front door to the mailbox, um, if you're like me in a row or in a bike and I did a crazy fitness routine this morning, or even if it's just vacuuming. I have a client that loves to vacuum and she vacuums and that's her movement for the day. I'm like, Girl Scout, you can come over here and vacuum anytime you wish. <laughs> but um, movement, you need to move your bones. You need to move your muscles. You, Even if you are wheelchair bound, which I have clients that are, you need to continue to still move and get that blood pumping. That is part of a routine. Number six is quieting your mind. What does that mean exactly? Well, quieting your mind is the aspect of how to turn it down, how to not listen to that inner voice, how to embrace meditation. I am very hyperactive. I probably have ADHD. I'm an alphabet kid growing up. I had a learning disability and reading comprehension. And um, so I probably have ADHD or ADD or whatever it is because I'm a little like gitchy. 
it's super hard for me to quiet my mind because my mind is faster than my eyes and my mouth can think and breathe. And it's always like, oh, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And I'm like, okay, well, what about three things ago? So when I have these moments that I'm having racing and thoughts that are just kind of all over the cycle, those are the moments when I need to step back, take a minute, use some breathing exercises, do a meditation and figure out where I'm going, what's going on, why is my brain being so hyperactive? Did I eat something that made me a little crazy? And those are the moments when I need to bring it down, relax and really focus in and say, okay, like I need to calm down my heartbeat, calm down my thoughts and focus on what I need to do. This works really well when you're trying to go to bed. Number seven is one of my favorites, and we talked a little bit about this the other day, setting boundaries. Ugh. Probably the worst thing that we ever have to do as humans is tell people no, because we want to make everybody happy, and we want to make people smile and love us, and we do everything for people to have this this attention, we want the attention and, but setting boundaries is the most important thing that we can do for ourselves because you can't pour from an empty cup. And that is always my biggest analogy. When that cup is empty, you got nothing. And when you're continuously trying to pour from nothing, what does that mean? So that's where we need to set boundaries, set boundaries for um, us set boundaries for our coworkers, our spouses, our family, strangers, you know, and you know, what you provide and boundaries is a huge thing that takes a long time to learn and saying no to people is a hard thing to do. But once you learn how to say no, you will be so blessed that you did. Setting boundaries is super important. Number eight, this is one of my favorites, and I'm a little nerdy about this, is learning new things. Learn new things every day. You should learn new things. And what does that mean? Um, I'm not saying that you should go out there and learn like Portuguese. And if you know Portuguese, that's awesome. But like learn different things. And learning could be doing a crossword puzzle. Um, I am a word search person. I, I like to do them. But with my learning disability and my vision, I do them upside down, which is super weird. And I'm really good at them. I have no idea why. <laughs> so that's something I learned. But I also like to learn personal development. And I like to learn how to make myself better. How to make myself better to make my clients better. I like to learn new exercises. I like to learn. Um, I'm a car girl. I grew up in a car family. Um, my husband and I, we have multiple cars, um, enough to have fleet insurance. <laughs> so, um, but we do have hot rods and we show them and it's something that we're very proud of. So, but I like to learn how to work on them and learn how to take things apart and tinker it and stuff like that. That's something that I did as a kid with my father. So that's really important. You know, my father, my mother and father are still alive and, you know, that I get to tinker on um, my 1956 Chevy pickup with my dad, which is super fun because it's, we get to learn this together and have fun and just keep, like creating memories. 
So learn new things. Learn a recipe. Like, I'm a terrible cook. I know I can be, like, a fabulous cook, but, like, that goes back to my brain being like, Ooh. <laughs> I'll be like, ooh, let's do this instead. <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine. Sorry, I have a list in front of me. Limit negative news. This is such a big one during the pandemic. Um, so many people were like, so engrossed in the news and just taking all this in like this death and these shootings and the pandemic is rising and no shots and negative, negative, negative. This is all we're taking in. You are processing all that negative feeling, all that negative motion, and it's running your day. When I say running your day, it's creating your destiny for that day. So now, most people, when they wake up, they roll over, grab their phone, and look at Facebook, Instagram, the news, the weather. These things are instantly dictating your day. So when you're looking at Facebook and being like, oh, look at Mary. Oh, she's gallivanting across the country and living in her bazillion dollar house. Or look at Bob and Bob has a new car. And oh, thank freaking dog and bull, you know, and you're looking at all this stuff and it's instantly making you like, ur, ur, and you're so getting irritated, you're already dictating your day. The number 10, follow a nighttime sleeping habit. This is such a key to success. And when I talked about number one, about creating a morning routine, when you get up, stretch, you know, um, make your bed, so now we're cycling down from the day. Following that nighttime routine is when you walk into that room and your bed's freshly made and you're like, wow, I'm glad I did that. It makes me feel good. Um, you wanna start powering down your mind, powering down away from cell phones and TVs for at least 45 minutes to an hour before you go to bed. Do we do it? No. Should we do it? Yes. What that helps with is taking in um, negative news, Blu-rays, just processing all this information. I'm a big person about shutting down my brain. Um, once because, because my brain is always very active and very moving and processing and creating that I need to cycle it down, turn it down relaxing and deep breathing and meditations and all these things that help me kind of cycle down. You know, my husband comes in the room and he's usually like, like jumps on the bed like a weirdo and like try and like, then I get all anxious again. So he's getting better with that after 13 years. But the nighttime sleeping habit is super important because once we finally fall asleep, this is the time for our bodies to actually clear out our cells. It is um, cleansing. This is rebuilding ourselves, rebuilding our muscles, quieting our mind, re you know, just cleansing everything of the day. Our body does its hardest work when we're sleeping because it's getting you ready for the next day. And when we don't have proper health and healthy sleeping, that's when we wake up in the morning and we're like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not I'm not functioning well, like I didn't sleep well, and, and already we're dictating our day because of a nighttime habit. So once you follow these nighttime sleeping activities, 
it does make sleeping a little bit easier, just kind of being in a colder room, you know, being comfortable, you know, not having all these distractions around you. Get an eye mask. And the bonus tip today is always reflect on the day and have that moment of gratitude. I have a gratitude journal that I have next to my bed. And I just like to reflect on what was awesome of the day. You know, even though I may have had a really, really crappy day, it's just so nice to reflect on the little things. And I know one of the little things I just had the other day is when I woke up, I heard like an owl or the morning doves. And I'm not a big bird person by any means. I think they're freaking annoying. <laughs> but when I woke up and it, it was just like the perfect noise to like wake up to. And I was like, wow, that's just, that was neat. I really enjoyed that moment. And then my dog came in and then she farted and ruined the whole moment. You know how it goes. So take that moment and be blessed. But I always write down three things of, you know, what I'm grateful for. And it's, so three things of gratitude, super important to really embrace that during the day. Let's go over the list one more time. I'm not going to go through them in depth. I'm just going to read them. So creating healthy routines. One, uh, create a morning routine. Two, 50 minute time blocks. So our brains can power for that 50 minutes, 45, 50 minutes, and then take a break. If it's five minute break, 10 minute break, whatever, and then start it all over again. That's when we are most creative and most functioning is during that time block. Three, eat for wellness. Obviously we wanna put the best foods in our body to function well. Four, spend time with family and friends. Uh, spend time with people that support you. Um, they always say that you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with. So maybe that's something to think about, like who are the five people that you hang out with most that you are the average sum of that. Five is movement and exercise. Obviously we get those muscles moving and stretching and getting everything, that blood pumping, that's gonna help you with your morning routine or your daily routine. Quiet, number six, quiet that mind. Use that meditation um, anyway, deep breathing to just get your mind to focus. And when it's kind of running all over the place, these are great ways to help you. Seven, set boundaries. Saying no can be super hard, but definitely worth it in the long run. Number eight, learn new things. Find ways that you can always educate yourself. Find ways that make you want to learn. Um, I am a big person on personal development, so I always like to learn how I can be the best person for my clients. Number nine, limit negative news. Oh, I can go on this topic forever, but you know, if you are constantly taking in negativity, you are going to live in negativity. So um, once you kind of flip that switch, bring in some positivity to your life, things will start changing. And number 10, follow a nighttime sleeping routine because if we don't sleep well and we don't give our bodies that quality time to recharge for the morning we're just gonna wake up already with our batteries at like 75 percent instead of 100 so we want to power up that battery and be amazing for the day so i hope this all makes sense i know it was kind of a long one today so have a beautiful rest of your day Love you all. Don't forget, be bold. Be that.